Last week we started looking at this final mizmar of the seven mizmarim of Kabbalah Shabbos um, leading up to Lechadaydi. And in this mizmar, just very quickly, to review last week, we looked at the, four, the first four stanzas as being like a ladder, a ladder that you can climb, right? And we, we looked at every single one of the lines and we learned what our kavana is supposed to be very quickly. We said, Mizmah David, this is how it begins, Havala Hashem B'ni Eilim. And at this point we said, you're in the Olam Asiya. You're in the physical world with our identity, our perceptions, our experience of reality, and this is where we begin. Then we climb up a level, Havala Hashem Kavid Va'ayz. Now we begin to relate to Hashem. We're aware that there's, there's Hashem. There's a world, and then there's the Creator. There's Hashem. And we want to give to this being called Hashem. We want to connect with Him. The level beyond that, Havala Hashem Kavod Shemai, is the recognition that Hashem's presence pervades the earth. We call that the world of Berea. So you go from Asiya, physical, to Yitzira, and then to Berea, where HaKadosh Baruch we can feel that there's a spiritual presence of, of the divinity within the world. And it's not just that there's a Hashem who created the world, but this world is suffused with Elokus, and you can begin to perceive that if we have that intention. And then finally, the fourth level is Ishtach Vol Hashem Bahadras Kodesh. Total bowing down, which we said means bittel, means the recognition that at that stage there is no world, right? Thanks so much for coming. Great to see you. At that stage, done. There's no world at all, right? And we're able to really enter into a state of total bittel, perceive ourselves as swimming within godliness, where it's not just that there's spirituality within the vessels of physicality, but the vessels of physicality are themselves spiritual. And that's, that's this awareness that we can come to. That from Hashem's perspective, everything is elokus. Everything, everything is godliness. This is the four-rung ladder of the beginning of Mizmah David. So now we're going to take a look at the seven times that the word kol, voice, appears in this Mizmah. Okay? So let's go back into the Bayam Darkecha, which we'll continue from last week. And take a look at the bottom of the page where it begins with the letter Vav. And the tzaddik says like this, So now that we have that first kavana of this kind of meditation on the first four stanzas, now let's take a look at the rest of it. And he says like this, The second kavana, the second intention, Every time we say again, Seven times. See, he says, In this particular mizmar tehillim, we have zayin pa'amim kol havaya. Seven times these words, the voice of Hashem. And this relates to the seven lower midos, right? Which are embodied and personified in the Shiva Royim, or the, or the seven Ushbizim. We have Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, Yosef, and David, right? The seven Ushbizim. And all of these Sadiqim were Kalim for midos, right? So, of course, Avram is the mida of Chesed, Yitzchak. Is Gevura, Yaakov is Tiferes, Moshe and Aaron is called Netzach and Hoid, like victory, uh, you know, very like intense. Um, Netzach means also endurance, right? Lasts forever. Hoid is, is submission. That's Aaron. Oyev Shalom, Beredev Shalom. Yosef is the Midah of Yisoyed, which is Iskashrus. And then finally, David HaMelech, of course, is called Melech. We, we discussed this many times because that's the Midah of Malchus, right? David HaMelech. So here he sees, he says that as we're coming into Shabbos, Mamash, we're about to sing Lechadoidi, Shabbos is coming in. He says we can use this mizmar as 
another kind of mindfulness practice to be able to awaken within ourselves all of these midas, pasuk by pasuk. In so doing, by the way, obviously, when we focus on these midas, we also want to focus on the physical part of the body that these midas relate to, right? So we have these seven traits, and these seven traits function in our spiritual, emotional strata of our existence, but they also become embodied in our physical form, right? And so chesed becomes the right hand, and that's why most people have a very powerful right hand, they're righties, right? I happen to have two kids who are lefties, but I'm a righty and my wife is a righty, we don't know where it comes from, but right hand is chesed, right? Right. Left hand is gevuras, is shvach, is weak by most people. Right? That's gevuras. It's held back. It's restrained. Tiferes is the torso. Netzach and hoida, the legs. Yisoyed is the bris. And malchus, let's say malchus could be the mouth, right? Is the peh. Also the atar of the bris, but for more practical purposes, <coughs> it's the peh. And so this is a really important thing. If we can say this mizmer slowly, and we can be mechabin right now, and he's going to go through all of this, and we have a chart also where we can see on the next page, we can mindfully activate all these different parts of me to say, I'm about to enter into Shabbos. I want to come in activated, alive. Because it's so easy at the end of the week. Everybody's so tired. You, cut, you can come into Shabbos, mamish wiped out and, and dead. And it's such a chaval. Shabbos is the most exciting time of the week. It, it, it's, the, it's the most energized time of the week. So we want to make sure that all of us are present. And this is a great meditation and a mindfulness practice to be able to activate all these parts of ourselves, both body and soul. So here he begins. <laughs> the first thing we should be mechavin with our amira, kol Hashem al hamayim. That's the first one. The voice of Hashem is upon the waters. He says, our kavana here is to midas hachesed. We should have in mind that our souls would like to receive this new light. We want to awaken our love. We want to awaken our compassion, self-compassion, compassion on others, love toward Hashem, love toward creation, love toward the world. And a person should think and contemplate in his heart. This is what we're focusing on. We would like to access brand new levels of love for Hashem. When we and from amidst this experience, la'avas Torah, the Israel, right? These three loves that are all connected: the love of Hashem, the love of Am Yisrael, and the love of the Torah. This is what we should have in mind when we say Kol Hashem Al Hamayim. And of course, Mayim is Chesed, right? Abram Avinu says Yukach Ma'at Mayim. Abram Avinu is connected to Mayim. The Gemara tells us that Ma Mayim Yardi Mimakam Gavaya Lamakam Namuch. Water naturally flows from a high place to a low place, which is what chesed is, right? The one who has gives to the one who has not, right? And that's, that's what water is. That's what water is. Okay, so that's, that's me, the number one. And the same is true for the rest of them. What's koyach? Strength, power is gvura. This a person should have in mind the mita of severity, of harshness. yira. Which means now we want to awaken, and of course, like you can't, if you say it too quickly, it's just like flashes of light, if anything. But if we can take a minute on each Pasuk and go through it slowly, then we can give ourselves space to allow this to, to, to happen, right? And to flourish within us. So that's the first thing. We say, Kal Hashem It's the of Chesed. Avas Hashem. Then we say, Kal Hashem Bakoyach. And that's Gevura. V'yechazik Beliboy, to strengthen within his heart, as Midas Hayira, the Mida of awe. 
The Kol Avaya Bahadar, the third one, is Yecham and Lekabal Kinyan Chadash Bimidas Hatiferis. What does it mean, Tiferis? He says, She'inyana Devekus Ba Hashem Izbarach. That's total connection with Hashem. Tiferis is harmony. We want to have harmony with HaKadosh Baruch. We want to give of ourselves, right? A person who hugs another person doesn't hug their leg or their, or their arm. They hug their, their body, right? Their torso. That's, that's where connection is. And we, we can feel, and again, you can even somatically, physically get involved to like move, move your body around a little bit. You know, your chest out. To, to say, Rana Shalom, I want to give myself to you fully. I want, to, I want to open myself up. It's a very vulnerable position to hug. Right, because the opposite of hugging is what people do when they feel threatened. They they, they close their body. If a person's feeling nervous, they'll see the right. Their arms are folded, because subconsciously, they're they're trying to protect their vital organs, right? Which which is the heart, which is the nesh- the and But when a person is able to put their hands out like this, and this is why the Hasidim you see during davening that there were physical motions because they meant it meant something. It meant something by 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 moving the body. We understood because the, the, the human is so deep that we're not just a body, we're, we're thereby being ma'orer, neshama things. So to be able during Kabbalah Shabbos, we say, call Hashem Bahadur, which is Tiferes, you let your arms loose and you, and you can lean forward and say, Hashem, I, I want to give myself to you. I want to be totally open with you, totally vulnerable, unfolded, as it were, before you. Okay, so that's the third meter. That's call Hashem Bahadur. Now, Kol Avaya Shoyver Arozim is Midah number four, and that's going to be the Midah of Netzach. Shoyver Arozim means to, to break down the cedar trees. Very powerful energy. Kol Hashem Shoyver Arozim, thanks for coming. A tremendously powerful energy. We prepared a seat right there for you. Right? Kol Hashem Shoyver Arozim. That's the Midah of Netzach, which means this tremendous energy of just, uh, you know, a, a, a force, a tremendous force. What kind of force? So he says, Yechav and Bibidas Hanetzach on the other side of the page, top right column, very top. She'inyana koyach ha'akshonas fa'anitzachin, which means we are activating within us this capacity to never give up hope. Which means that even though we may feel that during the week whatever happens happens to us during the week, we're human beings. We spoke about by Shal Shudas, right? We're not we're not malachim, and we go through what we go through. We come into Shabbos and we say, right now I have the chance to start again. And I do that when I'm activating this midah of netzach, which means I'm going to make it to the finish line when I say, kol havaya shoiver arazim. And we can feel that inside of us. Do we, do we have what it takes to be shoiver arazim? It's to break down anything in my way. It's like a person with a machete, like trying to get through a forest. We, we do. We have that capacity. On Shabbos specifically, we get that strength. And we can have in mind, kol Hashem shoiver arazim. The next one, this is like the glowing fire of, of Hoid, which literally means like, Hoid is, is like a beautiful glow. What does it mean here? To come to the awareness Hoid can mean glory. It could also mean like to admit, to really recognize and come to the total vulnerable expression that it that it's not all me <coughs> there's our Kodesh Baruch in the world the Kodesh Baruch is running things see how powerful this is we review within one Mizmar as part of Kabbalah Shabbos the, the ultimate foundations of, 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 a, of a spiritually activated relationship with Hashem step by step by step by step if a person says nothing else during Kabbalah Shabbos but this but does it consciously 
That's Echad Amarbe Echad Amamba to Bolvat Shechavim Libel Hashemayim. It's incredibly powerful to do this. Mamish incredibly powerful. I, I'll tell you that this past Kabbalah Shabbos, I, I did the you know this thing with the with the first four, and it was it was amazing. It was really amazing. I don't know if, if any of you tried it out, but it was it was very special. So now I'm making it happen even longer. <laughs> right. So now we have even more. Um, you know, kavanas, but it's good. It's it's so deep. It's because this is what Yiddishkeit is meant for. It's not just like we always say. It. It's not a bunch of liturgy that Hashem wants us to mindlessly, you know, just get out. It, it's it's meant to be a tool to reveal the neshama and give it the opportunity to connect in a very deep way. And 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 you know, Hashem gave us a privilege as a chabura that we get to not miss to not miss out. You know, which is which is very special. So here we come. Finally, we're coming to the end of a call. Yachil Midbar. Here we come to this point when we say that a Kodesh Baruch Hu makes the desert tremble. So we hear Yichav and Lekabel Kinyan Emes, the Midas Hayusoid. Here, it's an interesting kavana. Again, I just want to point out that for all of these Midos. There are any number of, of interpretations I mean, because each one has multifaceted. That you sow it is many things. It's shmir sabris. It's it's uh, it's it's iskashrus. It's many things, right? So he's choosing to focus on one element of it, which is like a genuine bond, which means letting go of any ulterior motives. I'm not in shul because I'm expected to be here. I'm here because as a human being, I feel that I want something out of life. I I, I want something. I'm looking for something. I'm seeking something. That's why all of us are here in this room, particularly. There are many other shirim that you could have gone to. And I, and I can't express my gratitude enough to each one of you that you came to be a part of this. It's a very special thing. It's a very unique thing. So to express that Friday night to HaKadosh Baruch when we say these words in Mizmah the David, call Hashem Yachil Midbar. Hashem, I, I genuinely want to connect to you. And then finally, at the very end, Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes these ayolos, these animals tremble. Now we have in mind that this is the final mida. The kan. What should our kavana be here? Again, there could have been a, a, many different intentions to have because these words mean a lot of things. But the one thing he says, what should we have in mind when we say these words Friday night? The kan mechavin shuv as. Now it's like a quick sikum, a quick review, because like we learned, that's what Malchus is. It's a vessel for everything. It's the Levana, it's the moon that reflects the light of the sun with, with all of its energies, all of its rays. So now we go back and we review. Let's do it quickly, yeah? Chesed is Abbas Hashem. Gevura is Yerushamayim. Tiferes is, like we said with the Torah song, I'm giving myself to Yerub Hashem. That's Tiferes. Thanks so much for coming. Um, Tiferes is, the, is that. Netzach is, I can break down all the, all the cedar trees, everything in my way, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it on my, on my, on my level. I, there's hope for me. Hoid, we said, is admitting that Hashem is in control of my life, ultimately. Yisoyed, we said, is seeking spirit. And then finally, Malchus is just everything. To say, okay, I've reviewed all of these different traits and all these different parts of me, and now I'm ready to actualize them. A person should have in mind when we say that in this moment all of those latent potential energies within me are now being revealed. Now being revealed. And if like a person was able to see another person's spiritual aura 
what they would see is their entire body activated. The entire body activated. Now we're ready for, for L'chadayi. You see? Something else. Now we're ready for L'chadayi. You lit up, illuminated. Every part of the person. Every part of the person. He's ready to bring them out into action, believe with a heart that's that's filled. And isn't that what we're what we're after, right? All of us. We're after a heart that's filled. Far too many empty hearts, far too many broken hearts, far too many leaking hearts. And we, we want hearts that are full. Full, overflowing. Full to the point that we have so much in our hearts that we want to give over to other people. This is one of the ways to get there. With Kavanas Elu, he says, with these intentions, Anuzaychin lehismale ba'ar hamidas hakadoshim. We merit to be filled up with the light of all of these midos. The kasher adam mali b'chol madrigas habital. When a person has already gone through the the four rungs of the ladder that we learned last week of havul Hashem, havul Hashem, going from something to something from something, next level, to something from nothing, and then nothing, like we said, deeper and deeper and deeper into this understanding that everything is Hashem. There is no world. There is, like we said, there is no person next to me to talk to. There is no anything. There's just bittal. I don't even have a mouth. Everything is bittal, is still, is silent. It's just melting back into the ocean of divinity. A person can have that kavana. We come into Kabbalah Shabbos on that level. Thanks for coming. A person has that machshava, and then in that place of everything is Hashem, I begin to activate within myself, my whatever whatever consciousness I still have, that is being machavin that everything is Hashem, all of the different midos that Hashem has within His oneness, because these midos are all rooted in Hashem. So that that's like the biggest yichud with Hashem there is, surrounded and filled. Yeah. Can I answer the question? Sure. Doesn't Rav Nachman say something about um, with your bittel? If you're too bittel, the neshama comes Sure. It's 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 always got to be a what's called a ratzay v'shayf, right? Sometimes there's running, sometimes there's returning, right? So the time the chiddush is is that at this particular point in Kabbalah Shabbos, we want to go up to that place. We're going to learn lichadai is a different kavana, but just to be able, it doesn't mean stay there forever. A person is not you know meant to just have their eyes closed and, and Rabbi Nachman actually says that when you close your eyes and your mouth it's a very deep thing that's that's bittal right we're not supposed to stay there forever Hashem wants us to live as human beings but there are shining moments in time where like a phone charger it's not always supposed to be plugged in but there are times that it needs to get a charge and then and then it, and then it separates again so Mizmer Ladavid is one of the times that we we get a charge if we can if we can have these kavanas absolutely it's a very very important point Okay, so he says, when now we're filled with this madriga of bitul, who Now he says the person is a ready vessel. Now we're ready, now we're Shabbos. This is this is like the true um, experience of like changing our clothes, like Shabbos, because a person could change their clothes and they're the exact same person. So on the outside it looks now I look Shabbos, but this is how to become Shabbos. This is how to be, like literally on a body and a soul level, I'm different. I'm different. I'm in new garments. Physical and spiritual and emotional garments. Now I can say, so deep. Right? To get to that level, now I can say, now I'm ready. 
unbelievable. Let's quickly review that and then we'll see a very, very, very beautiful, deep teaching with the time that we have. Let's take a look at this, um, this chart here. Okay, very quickly, just to review. And it's a good thing also, you can, you can I think, yeah, you can, cut, you can cut it out and you can put it in your pocket and take it out, put it in your sitter if you have one and, and be mechaven in shul Friday night. Okay, so let's, let's go through it step by step. Okay, so the first one is Kol Hashem al Kel Hirim Hashem al Rabim. We said it's Chesed. Love for Hashem, the Torah, and Am Yisrael. That's what we're supposed to have in mind and in heart. Kol Hashem Koyach, that is Yira, awe of Hashem. Kol Hashem Bahadar is, like we said, is the harmony of a close relationship with Hashem. Kol Hashem Shoiver Arazim, and that whole thing, by Shabar Hashem, he didn't bring the rest of the Psukim, but that whole segment is supposed to be, like we said, Netzach, reinforcing our commitment to Hashem with great force and holy stubbornness. And I would also add in their hope, right? Even though no matter how many obstacles you run into during the week, Shabbos is an infusion, the realization that however far you think you've gone, Shabbos <coughs> reconnects you to the understanding that you, you're exactly where you need to be. And the holiness that you have inside of you is kavua. It, that's what Shabbos is. It's the point of holiness in us that doesn't go away, that cannot go away. That's always there. Kol Hashem we said is the midah of hoid, recognizing the ultimate truth. Everything is from Hashem. And this is also, I threw in giving thanks for that. Right? Hoda'a. This means to admit, but it also means to thank. Kol Hashem Yachel Midbar, Yachel Hashem Midbar Kadesh is binding ourselves and every part of the physical world with Hashem. And then finally, Kol Hashem which I looked up and means to strip, like he strips the forest of its bark. means to, to strip bare. And there's a lot of Kabbalistic hints here, but I don't want to muddy it a little bit or the opposite of muddy. Saginar, make it too bright. Um, just for those that remember what, what we learned previously, Heichel is the gematria of Aleph, Dal, and Nun, Yud. And Aleph, Dal, and Nun, Yud is the Midah of Malchus. Right? And so that fits very nicely that this is, this is literally what we're referring to. We said that Malchus is connected to Amira, to speech, not getting into it. Kavod. That's the, that's the glory of Asha. Okay, so now turn the page and let's take a look at this short but incredibly, incredibly glorious and deep teaching from <coughs> the tzaddik of Avram Yitzchak HaKohen Kuk, Zuchus Yagun in a Siddur Oilas Re'iyah. So he says like this, listen to this, it's a very, very deep thing, and a big chizuk. And it's a privilege to learn it with you. So thank you for being here. Says the Eligat Tzaddik, Kol Hashem Alamayim. Hashem's voice is upon the waters. He quotes the Gemara in Brachas, that the Gemara in Brachas, somebody mentioned this last week, Hani Shiva de Shabda me. The Gemara asks, why do we have seven Brachas in the, in the Shemana Esrei of Shabbos? Where does this come from? Seven blessings, why? The Gemara says, Amr of Tachlifta ben Shaul. Rabbi Tachlifta ben Shaul says, it's Keneged Shiva Koilois Sha'amar David Alamayim. It is Keneged, it's connected with these seven times that David Amalek said call in the Mizmar that we just learned. Seven times call Hashem, seven brachas in Shemana Esri. So on the face of it, like what, what's the connection? There's no overt connection in this Mizmar to, to Shabbos at all. There's no connection between this and the brachas of Shemana Esri or Tefillah. Why? What's the connection here? 
What's the connection? So Rav Kook wants to examine this. And he says the following. Listen to every word. There was nobody like it in, in his manner of expression. He says, Bechalal Habriya, when it comes to the entirety of existence, Kol Ikra Hashlema Sheba, it appears that the completion of creation, Nira, becomes manifest, the Matzav Hakiyum, Habinyan Vahatikun. When things are fixed, constructed, rectified, right? And that's when we look at a building and we see that it's built. We say, okay, this is the completion of this building. It's done. It's finished. It's, it's standing strong. But he says, when things become destroyed, you walk by a building that's totally um, abandoned and it's, and it's, and it's crumbling and, and nobody, there's no maintenance and walls are falling down. You say that this is not, this is not representative of the world's binion, of the world's completion. So he says so deep. And we need good ears to listen beyond the surface of what he's actually saying in his historical context without getting into that now. But when we see as Erech HaMetzius VaHashlemus He says when we're able to develop the eyes to see the value of the reality and the completion that is a result of things that break. Even though when they're broken, it, it doesn't, we don't see anything good or anything positive or anything, anything constructed or, or, or anything good, anything positive. He says when we develop eyes to be able to see that things develop along a causal process, step by step by step by step, there's a process to things. She says, "Anamakirim behem es chachmasei ha'olyoyna shall gedoyl ha'etsa yizbarach." We're able to recognize an even deeper kind of wisdom. Listen to how deep this is—an even deeper kind of wisdom than the wisdom that we see in a building that's built. I'm using that as a mushal. If we can perceive the superhuman insight that decreed that this thing now should be broken. And he says, this is the Pasuk until in Lechul Chazu, it says, come and see Mephalos Hashem, the wonders of Hashem. Asher, some shamos ba'aretz. When do you see the wonders of Hashem? When there's devastation on the earth. So think about how deep it is. When you see things that work, that means that human beings decided that this is something that should work. And they put in effort and time. And Hashem wants this. This is called Hashem put us in this world to develop and to try to make something of our lives and to try to go ahead and to take step after step and make tikkun. That's what we're here for. That's absolutely what we're here for. But what happens in life when things break? What happens in life when, when, when there's dysfunction? What happens in life when things don't appear to be proceeding, quote-unquote, according to plan? So there are two perspectives. On the one hand, we look at it and we say, wow, this, this thing is totally unattractive. It's totally, you know, uh, um, um, apparently challenging and useless and, and, and doesn't seem to serve a constructive purpose at all. That's one perspective. The other perspective says that when our understanding of constructive purposes falls away and we still believe that Hashem runs the world, then it turns out 
that revealed in the difficulty and the challenge and the pain of this process is actually a more glorious chachma than the chachma that exists when things work, when things work out. You see this? Because we believe that and I would never have caused this thing to happen in my life with my chachma, but it happened. It happened despite my best efforts to make sure that things are going the way that things should go. Do you know what just happened in this moment? HaKadosh Baruch Hu peeked in and he says, things are not going your way, but they're going my way. Lechu chazu mefalas Hashem. Come and see the wonders of Hashem. Dafka asher samsham is bars. When there's devastation. When there is pain. When there is maybe even tragedy. That's a different perspective. Let's see how he develops this. Says Rav Kook, such a deep taich, it's unbelievable. Kinegdom Amar David Shiva He says it was in relation to these kinds of wonders that don't look good, that we can't point it and say, ah, Ezetov we can't, We can't sing and dance, Ashrinu Matav Things fall apart. David HaMelech says Rav Kook, consecrated this mizmar about those chasadim, those hidden chasadim. Because look at the whole mizmar. Did you ever see such a mizmar? About Hashem who's supposed to be the whole thing is about breaking and scaring and, and fire and trembling. The whole thing is about, is about pain. The whole mizmar. Think about all the destructive Forces that show up in this short span of the, the however many psukim of this short mizmar. That seem to upset the functionality of creation. They seem to get in the way. On Royim Yad Hashem says, no, no, look deeper. That's where you see the Yad Hashem most. That's where you hear the voice of God most. Question is, have we developed the clee, the receptivity, to be able to tune into that channel of the way that things are playing out? Says Rav Cook, the whole Mizmar talks about devastation, and the whole Mizmar speaks about the voice of Hashem. He says these are not a stira, it's one thing, it's not a contradiction. This is how you hear the voice of Hashem with strength and with glory. Call Hashem Hashem is breaking down forests. You think about think about tornadoes. You think about hurricanes. You think about destroyed property. You think about displaced lives. This is what we're talking about. Beheder, a lack, a void, bechurban, and a destruction. Call Hashem voice. Where is Hakadosh Baruch Hu's voice? And some sweet, wonderful thing that happens? No. Wildfires that are destroying acres and acres and acres of crops that were meant to feed people. What kind of chachma is it? It's a big chachma to plow a field and to plant a field and to water a field and to grow a field and to reap a field and to crop and, 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 to, and to make all the wheat into, into things. And we say, That's a chachma. It's a chachma that a, that a wildfire out of control started maybe even by nature goes ahead and destroys everything that human beings work to build. That's a chachma. It says David HaMelech, Kol Hashem It may be a bigger chachma than the chachmas we think are readily perceptible to us. 
zayos v'riidos ha'aretz, the the trembling, the shaking of the of the earth. And then at the end we talk about the absolute destruction of the world. We talk about Hashem's wiping out all that there is. And over here we're talking about creation, but I want each of us to focus on our own lives and the tornadoes that we have inside and the hurricanes we have inside and the wildfires that we experience inside. And I'm talking about in our own emotions and our own circumstances and traumas and difficult experiences and pain that we feel. Hashem l'mabel yashav, when we feel like everything's been wiped away. Mizgale goidel ha-tachlis. Somehow, somehow, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's tachlis is being revealed, and that's why we end, Vayeshev Hashem melech la'olam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's malchus is being revealed in an unfathomable way, because if He was a God that we could understand, He wouldn't be God, and I wouldn't be a person. I'd be God, and He'd be a person. We would be the same, if I could understand. And iliyadativ heyisiv. If I could understand him, I would be him. Rabbi Nachman says, it's a big praise for Hashem when we have questions on Hashem. It's a praise for Hashem when a, when a Jew has a question. And Chas Hashem, that in a school they should discourage questions. That That's... Of course we have questions. Because he's Hashem. And we're limited. And he's beyond time and space. And Kodesh Baruch Hu has an infinite insight into, into every single detail of everything, all the time. And we believe Hashem is good. We can't understand. We have questions. The questions demonstrate the gap between our limit and His limitlessness. That's what questions are for. So this is a beautiful explanation of the Mizmar, but He hasn't yet gotten to the connection to Shabbos. Why does the Gemara say that? Because David Melech saying this Mizmar, now we have seven brachas in Shemaneser of Shabbos. What's the connection? So listen to what he says. And he says the same is true in our lives. Most of the time you look at a person and you see what did they accomplish? What did they do? What does their portfolio look like? How many cars? How many houses? What's in their bank account? Because I, 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 if I can see what appears to be Shlemus, so then I say, good, this is constructive tikkun. It seems that you put in work and, and, uh, and you got something out of it. That's the way that we ordinarily think and function. Working, accomplishing. When there's a lull in a person's life or a person needs to take a little bit of a break sometimes, it looks to a person that looks at the world through those eyes. It's like, it's a waste. It's wasteful. It's a waste of time. Putting your feet up, slacking off, laziness, not constructive, not productive. But don't you understand? It's a very beautiful ter terminology. Which means the intelligent, conscious taking of breaks. And there are actually scientific studies and major, major companies, Google, that are, adv that are, that are, that are, what's the word? They're making it compulsory. They're, they're instituting breaks, more breaks than just lunch break because they find that it makes people more productive, not less. And the world is moving toward a place of understanding that quality is more significant than quantity. And that's a guulatic perspective. Because quantity is the goof. Quantity is physicality. It's everything that I can measure and count. That's quantity. Quality is, is nisham. And as we move toward a Mashiach-oriented world, 
we start to develop different eyes. And I keep going back to education. When schools will value not marks on tests or how many black Amara learned or, or, or how much shakaling or the things that we can see on the outside, but they'll begin to value effort, intentionality. They'll begin to value inwardness, sensitivity, focus, the things that are harder to measure, admittedly, but the actual important things, the things that actually mean something. So everything will look very different in our communities. Everything will look very, very different. We develop different eyes to evaluate people. And I have to, I'll tell you, they're not eyes of evaluation. They're not eyes of evaluation, right? Eyes of evaluation mean to say that I evaluate based on what I see. And then I can look at one person and evaluate him and look at another person and evaluate him. A person that lives life with this kind of perspective, there's value everywhere. Every person exists within their own orbit. Every person is precious, precious. Every individual is precious, precious in their journey, in their circumstance. So it's a different perspective that as we move toward the Gula, we need, we need to begin to adapt. We need to begin to adapt. So this is Mashiach eyes, a whole different thing. Going back inside, conscious menucha, it crowns all of the effort. And it enables, as kol ha-pu'ula, otherwise it's just chaos. And it's just doing, 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 doing all the time. But if there's never a break, and if there's never moments of stillness, you all you know this in, in your work, if, if it's just, so then, you're, you're, you become crazily enough, you become less productive. Even though on the surface it looks like you put in that many more hours, if you're exhausted, you're not getting sleep at night, which is a very good thing, by the way. Yes, to sleep at night, but which is a very good example. Because it mamish makes a difference. People think, oh, you know, so I'll just burn the candle on both ends. The quality of the work is, is, is incomparably less than if we would get the requisite, whatever it is, you know, for each of us to bump it up another half hour, another hour, even though it seems like you're getting a later start or you're, or, or you're going to bed earlier, you get that much more quality in terms of your presence of mind, your mental health, how much focus you're able to give things with how much yishavadas. This, this is very important. Very, very important. And now he says, And when it comes to awareness of what the ultimate goal of all of this is, he says all of what we just said now is wrapped up into our not working on Shabbos. That's what Shabbos is. That's what it means. Shabbos is the Yoima Dineshmasa, which we say so often. It's the day of the soul. Because on Shabbos, a person will look at Shabbos and say, hey, it's wasteful. The guy's not at work. The guy's not producing. The guy's not making the world any better, etc., etc., etc. And that's true in a quantitative sense. But qualitatively, this is exactly the message of Shabbos. This is exactly the message of Shabbos. That sometimes things are contributing to productivity in ways that go beyond what the eye can assess and see and understand. Sure, Hashem created the world in six days, but the crowning glory of it is not the quantitative accomplishment of how many plants and how many animals and how many rocks and how many uh, etc. The crowning glory is Shabbos. Shanasa b'sheishis right? The whole, the whole creation. The main thing is niskenu shiva de shabbata. 
Kedush Baruch Hu established the seventh day, Shabbos. Lahaira is to teach Shemenuchas has Shabbos Mishameshes that the peace of Shabbos serves Loirak Bibatala the Heder Malacha, not simply as a day where we don't work. That's not the Nakuda. Ki im lahakafas lahafakas tachlis shleimus haseichel vahamidas bekiras alukim v'toyv dracha to give us the capacity to bring to actualization within our resting, which means within our carving out an island of stillness, to focus on what really matters, which is the inwardness, which is the kavana, which is what we began with, all the different kavanas of this mizmar, that's the most important thing. Shabbos teaches the lesson that's being communicated in this very mizmar. David HaMelech is teaching us, Kal Hashem, Kal Hashem, Kal Hashem. The voice of Hashem is not only when you can look with your physical eyes and see tikkun, and see accomplishment, see building, construction, development. Kal Hashem is sometimes the erasure, the, 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 the destruction, the eradication, the clearing of a field, the demolition of a, of a, of a structure. Sometimes, crazily enough, that carries within it an even deeper wisdom, an even deeper wisdom that manifests in our lives, says Rav Cook, not in, destruct, in destroying things per se, but in controlled, you know, in controlled explosions, what are they called, the controlled with dynamite sticks, controlled demolitions, meaning making space in our lives to be a little bit Shabbistic during, during the week also, and during the Zaman also. Consciously, and that's not hafkeiros. It's not. He doesn't want to encourage laziness. He says menucha hamuscheles. Says Rav Cook, this is the connection between this mizmar and Shabbos, and that's why there are seven koilos because it's connected Shabbos, which is the seventh day, and that's why there are seven brachas in Shemana Esrei on Shabbos connected these seven koilos of this mizmar because it's ba'oymek the same message that, however much we thought the six days of the week gave us, Shabbos gave us more. Whatever we thought our productivity in the world during the six days of the week gave the world, sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu putting, pushing the pause button on some of our ambitions, sometimes that's, that's even contributing to a greater degree of productivity than we could have had otherwise. And that's, that's Rav Cook's amazing understanding of this mizmar in the context of Shabbos. Um, and, and just going back to the Midas, and with this we'll, we'll end this segment, but going back to the Midas that we looked at at this chart, Chesed, Gvur, Tiferes, Netzach, Hoid, Yisoyed, Malchus, all these different, I see actually that the word Hoid should have been bolded, and it's not, and it's apropos to the Midas of Hoid that it's not bolded. Sorry, <laughs> it says, I don't need bold, you know? Maybe I even bolded it and then I printed it out and it's like, no, I, don't, I don't need it. But that's the Midas of Hoid, right? But you look at these Midas and you say, I don't know how productive I was with these midas during the week. I, I, maybe something got in the way and I, I wasn't feeling so much ava for another Jew, for Hashem. Or despite my best efforts, I, I, I didn't feel as much hope in the midah of Netzach as I thought that I, I might want to. And I, and I, feel, I felt discouraged and I, and I gave up. Shabbos teaches me that Akadosh Baruch was running the show. And sometimes, I'm surprised he actually didn't quote this Mamre Chazal, it's Gemara and Gittin, coming up now, Dafyami, Bitula Shaltaira Zuhi Kiyuma. Sometimes it's the 
bittel of Tyra, crazily enough, that actually leads to the kiyum of Tyra. And that's the chizik. We come into Shabbos, we review the Midas, and when we remind ourselves of what this Mizmar is coming to say in the context of Shabbos, and we say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm accepting in this moment everything is from you, and I'm starting again. I'm starting again. I'm building now. Thank you for clearing space. Now I'm building an even bigger house. Okay, we should be zayichet for that. Thank you. Next week we'll do Anna Bukayach. Not, not. Oh, I'm sorry. Not next week. Next week we have Wednesday night Chanah for Shavuos at Jewish Futures. For those who weren't here in the beginning, I'm going to send a link to the group if you can register. Very important. And mamish be there. Bring your friends. It's going to be something very special. Um, and uh, and then Thursday night is Shavuos. So Be'ezus Hashem the following week. If the chaver can help to set up for a bringing.